I will say one thing. Whoa, I'm started. I'm started, Philip. So, oh God, do you want? <laughs> I'm started. Oh, so if you need, <laughs> you're gonna need to sign language me. Oh wait, our video's off. You're gonna need to message me the important stuff we can't include because I am too lazy to edit. No, so, you're, you're all good. You're all good. Um, you're all good. <laughs> so Philip. <laughs> You want to give a little uh, a little background on yourself, and then we'll quickly get into what the hell a seal is, because I'm very interested now. Sounds good. Uh, so, hey everyone, I'm Philip Lakin. Uh, by day, I am the solutions architect for National Operations at Compass, and by nights, evening, weekends, and during parental leave, uh, I have been building no-code ops. Um, and uh, a little bit of background on myself. Uh, actually, before I was even in the tech world, I actually came from uh, an acting background. So I was a professional actor for a bunch of years. Um, I knew that. I, I felt that, by the way. <laughs> I felt, dude, you know what I need? You know what I need to bring on the show more? It's like reco recovering actors and actresses yeah. that have started businesses. I'm a recovering actor in every sense, my Correct. friend. Correct. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, I get it. I, I was a once wannabe thespian. I know. Oh, joke. yeah? Like I wanted to be in, a th I probably will still get my theater, something in there. I want to be in something, some fucking chorus. Dude, I need to fucking belt out a song or something, you know? I, I yes. believe in you. I believe in you. You can totally do it. <laughs> okay. All right. You can help me do that. So uh, no, as you're saying, re you're recovering actor. So recovering actor. Uh, and when I, so when I lived in New York, um, you know, I definitely had my stints of waiting tables uh, for sure. But one of the things I did to support myself was working guerrilla marketing and promotions. Um, and so I'd like done this uh, summer gig, like this like consultancy gig for a company called Handy, who's an on-demand home cleaning service. Um, and I helped them transform their street team from just basically handing out flyers to actually uh, swiping credit cards on the spot for like a uh, voucher for people's first home cleaning and um, they offered me a full-time job just taking that team around the country. And I wasn't ready to leave acting yet, but I was like, man, there's something there, you know? And so, uh, so I got all my actor buddies to get you know, all my actor buddies together. I was like, Hey, listen, I'm just going to start a girl marketing, you know, promotions agency. Uh, it's going to be flexible work. What do you think? And they're all like, sounds good to us. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so I had no clue what I was doing, man. So I just like, I just set up a landing page and reached out to um, uh, to all these companies and just said, hey, I just called them on the phone and found phone numbers. And I was just like, hey, I'm starting like a real marketing campaign for B2C uh, tech startups in New York. Uh, I'm launching in like a week and like uh, it, there's no contract. Like it's just commission only. You give us a download code, we drive downloads uh, and you pay us. What do you think? And uh, apparently uh, companies really like that. <laughs> wow. How much were you able to make then? So we did like uh, around in just a few months, we did like 40K in revenue. Um, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. It grew really fast. And then, yeah. so we had a bunch of clients like SeatGeek, Fever, uh, Get, Tableless, Served by State. But Phil, Phil, just on the goddamn closing on the phone, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I love that. I I'm, a, I'm a phone it. closer, man. I, 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 uh, I am the opposite of every other millennial I know. I love when yep. people call my phone and I love calling people. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm with, I'm with you. Like I'll get on video where I'll get on it. And you ain't, you, you're not getting away from my gravitational force. That is my charisma. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, this That's is why kinda... you need to get back on stage. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you're not getting my, my thing is like, you aren't, you aren't leaving this meeting without yeah. me selling something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's selling you on the idea to like, be my friend. You know what I mean? No, it's something I, look, you're walking away from. Even when I know? walk away from a friend, you know, as a friend, you know, as a friend, I've won. Plus, you know, it's funny. My dad one time asked me, he's like, how did you uh, like learn sales? Like you went to school for acting, you know, like you did this yep. whole acting. Like, where did you, you know, I was like, well, I, dad, I think it was a combination of the fact that like rejection means nothing to me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, mm-hmm. I was set up for it um with acting stuff and b like i've been selling myself bullshit for so many years on so many levels that like so I true. feel like i know how to talk to people <laughs> <laughs> i well so often so many people um and i'll take so much shit from like sas founder friends of mine yeah. and they're like you should have asked for this up front and should have got this and a pull out clause for that and i'm like Dude, what is more ever apparent to me is that I can personality sell and I can sell and I can charm the pants off of someone, right? Some executive somewhere. But like at the end of the day, I don't know the techniques to sell. Right. You know, like I don't know the technique. Yeah. Like I've never, and like here, here's, here's the way I view sales in that like sense. Um, I like very much view it like, uh, look, I have a product that I believe in, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's my yep, yep. job to get it out in the world and get it in front of the right people who it could bring value to as kindly and as efficiently as possible. And if uh, you are not the right person for that thing, cool. Let's have a good conversation. Let's see if I can like potentially add value in any way that I can and let's just keep it moving. But if you are the right person and it is the right fit for you, well then I view it like I'm doing you a favor by reaching out to you and bumping my email up in your inbox or like texting you, right? Like I'm doing you a favor because you're busy. You know, I'm not your number one priority today, but I only push on folks in that sense if I truly believe that the thing that I want to give them value in is something that will truly be a game changer for them. If it's not, if it's just like another MarTech freaking bolt-on bullshit thing, then like, yeah. I, like I, I don't get jazzed about that, you know? Yeah. So that's I, feel, my I feel I feel you on that. No, because it's like, it, it really is me like learning the technical. It's just, I want it to be natural, right? Yeah. Like that hustle. I, but on the flip side of it, it's like the hustle piece. And I've been told this constantly. It's like, we'll only take you so far. Right. Yeah. You know, like, like how much hustle might get you 40K in 30 days. <laughs> like, hustle, Say that again? like, how much lipstick can you put on a pig, right? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter. If the thing doesn't work, like, no matter how much you try to sell it. And like, and that's for a lot of like, look, I built no code ops to solve my own problems <laughs> and like yeah. productize right. all my own battle scars. And so when I find the right person in the organization, like the larger organizations we do manage services for with like no code deployments, when I find the right person, it's like, a, it's a, a you know, the, to get to a second conversation is like, it starts with a 10 second conversation that they're just like, yep, we're, we're yeah. fine. Like, like we, we launched our newsletter and we didn't even tell the world we were doing managed services and like large corporate clients started approaching us pr- proactively because it's such a- dude how how did you do that how did you do that like tell me how you did that 
like because I'm on the I'm on the nocodeops.com website. Everyone should check this out. Yeah. But you've already you're already working with some fucking logos, dude. Right? Like cameo. Yeah, so people Compass, signed up. Those Monday. are the companies that have signed up for our website, right? Like folks that no code operators, those companies have signed up for our newsletter. Uh, yep. In a month and a half, we've grown to over 360 subscribers. No paid ads, all organic. Just me being. How many subscribers? 360. Uh, one, wow. technically, to be exact. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's all been organic growth, all word of mouth. Uh, so I think, pe- you know, people ask me, well, how did it grow that fast? How are you inclined to reach out that fast? And for me, all of the work began way before launching it. So it began Mm -hmm. with talking with people on Twitter about no code, finding out what my niche within the no code space was realizing that talking to no code about people who care about no code is, uh, is fun, but will get me nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be the same people talking about it. You know what I mean? And I love it. So It's like, it's great. But it's not, none of them are going to be my clients. They're going to be my, my friends and my uh, colleagues and my uh, support group, but they're not the people that I should be spending the crux of my day talking to. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I not only talk to those folks, but I, I know when it comes to any kind of product or service, it took me a long time to realize this because I'm really hard on myself, you know, and I, th- yeah. I always thought that I had to have the best thing or be the best offering. And I found it over time that is absolutely not true. The thing is I have to be the best, most reliable option. That's close enough in somebody's orbit that I'm the first person they reach out to. That's all. Sure. I gotta, that's all I gotta yeah. Be. And I remember so what it, yeah. Go ahead. so we'll see. So, yeah. So what is, what exactly is the value offer of no code ops or like what, what, who is your ideal, your ICP, yeah. your ideal customer profile? So we, have, we have a few ideal, uh, like client profiles. Um, so the newsletter, so think of it like this, the newsletter and the media we create at the YouTube and eventually the podcast we work on, those are for anybody and they're free. They'll always be free. Um, yep. the, uh, the next kind of level up is the community. So it's a, it's a private uh, and vetted and paid community for no code operators, uh, around the globe, uh, we are first cohort of 10 and we own onboarding cohorts and everyone's in the same community, but I'm a big fan of uh, like conscious and structured onboarding. Um, and so our first cohort of 10 sold out in under 48 hours. Um, we're four folks into the next 10 uh, for our second cohort uh, who have reserved a spot. Um, and that's basically we offer you uh, like a community brain, like chat with like everybody in it. Um, we do workshops that are, and, and fireside chats that are specifically geared towards, uh, towards no-code operators, um, which is really hard content to find. It's not vendor-owned. So think like this, like yeah. one of our first speakers will be Kat Cole, who's uh, you know the COO from former CEO of Focus Brands, former CEO of Cinnabon. Um, you know, she's talking to us about how to get, you know, our, our group about how to get executive buy-in for operational no-code projects. Um, we're now talking to uh, Rob Fitzpatrick of um, uh, who wrote the mom test to come in and do like a, how to talk to customers, but internally. Right. So uh, gotcha, okay. you know, like all internal bends. So that's the community side. So workshops, content, private vendor demos, virtual dinners, community chat, 
uh, getting into each other's workflows throughout the day, showing off internal wins because I'm just, if I read another TechCrunch article about someone who raised, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I want to celebrate <laughs> people internally who do cool shit, you yeah. know? Right, yeah, I what, agree. What are the people doing with that product? That's what I want to learn about. And so yes. I want to celebrate that. Um, and so that's the community. Um, it's a pretty easy entry point, right? It's $45 a month or $450 a year. A lot of people are using their learning budgets for it. So uh, totally makes sense for the operation, the no-code operators. Then there's the executives that are reaching out to us, right, from these bigger companies. Uh, and that's where the managed services uh, comes in. So we're not like super public about our managed services because we have, we have a, a lot of demand on that front. Um, and so we're figuring out how to productize that and how to scale that. But basically, is that for the, that's an offering for like you, what you would call enterprises? Yeah. So uh, enterprises, but like our, our main thing right now is like 100 to 500 person plus uh, growing company funded, a uh, ton of operational debt. Devs are solely focused on product, no internal tools, structuring or building. That's like our, that's like our core bread and butter right now. Uh, but all the okay. way to enterprise, yeah. And, so, and you just work on implementing no code solutions to fix those problems. Yeah. So what happens is like, so typically companies grow super fast. They have a ton of operational debt. Um, the dev team has no time to do any of this stuff. Um, yep. And the people on the ground don't have the time to become no code experts uh, overnight. So yep. what happens is they reach out to, so they're starting to reach out to us. And what we do is we say, look, we are a vendor agnostic managed services solution. We know the vendors in the space will work with you on getting your exact needs met from security to compliance, to legal, to technical. We'll look at your legacy stack. We'll interface with your engineers for you. We'll interface with your IT team for you. So, you know, uh, we'll basically be a translator internally for you to get your needs across the table. Um, and so we come in, we, we, we do all that learning and discovery work. We figure out that, you know, the problems that make the most sense to solve. Um, and then we present to you demo, you know, vendor options. We demo them with you and for you. Like you're not just getting like hard pitched by vendors. Um, and they're folks that we vetted and think are a really good fit. So we limit your options. We get you really good deals. We negotiate on your behalf. And then when it comes to implementation, we do everything from uh, requirement gathering, process mapping, uh, implementing, uh, interfacing with your technical team, integrating your legacy stack, monitoring, um, documentation, updates, support requests, bringing it to other departments, internal marketing, ROI, how do you, leadership. How do you, and you said your price was 45 a month? No, so that's for the community. Okay, um, okay, got you. Yeah, yeah. Our, our pricing is a lot higher on the management. Got you. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. Because that seems like a lot of manual consulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, and the goal is that we help you implement and then we're there with you the whole, like we stay with you the whole time. So yeah, um, okay. we are literally the, how I like to call it in like one sentences for internal teams. We are the product management and development shop of your dreams for internal tools. Got you. Okay. And how do you go about, how did you go about getting your first customer in the door and how did it flood from there? I kid you not. Um, uh, an old colleague who is on the newsletter saw our video on Tonkin, uh, um, uh, Tonkin that we did, which is a no code business process automation tool, uh, okay. and reached out and was just like, Hey, I love this. And I want to talk to you more about it. And he works at like a very, uh, large well-known company in the tech space, not being super public about it yet, but it is a very exciting company. 
um, with a ton of compliance and security needs. Um, and he had reached out to me just saying, hey, like, we need to chat about this. And within one phone call, him and his team saw clearly we were a fit for them. So we have another conversation coming up this week and we'll most likely lock in an engagement within the next two weeks. And then from that customer, you get the second customer? So we have other folks already reaching out to us too, because you got to remember, like at my role at Compass, I've purchased over a million dollars of B2B SaaS. So I'm very close with like a lot of vendors and they know my work and I know theirs. And so sometimes they would have clients that they would like ask me to talk to anyway, because uh, there's some products that I know, but like it's not a lot, but there's some products I know on the same level or sometimes even better than some CSMs for certain companies. And so uh, I'm a huge advocate for some of those products. And so they're getting requests for professional services and they don't want to get into that line of business. So other clients that we're talking to have come directly out of those relationships. I love it. So like if you were like a pro tip piece here for the other no code CEOs out there um, and you've done this fairly successfully, which is I try to educate, dude, getting your first customer, your first paying customer, that first dollar in the door is such a drug. If you don't, oh, yeah. it, oh, that yeah. is such an amazing feeling Yeah, that if you, if you don't, if you feel nothing, get the fuck out of entrepreneurship. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I kid you not. The first person that signed up for the, to hold their place for $45 for the $45 a month community. I literally uh, yeah. printed that Stripe invoice and I'm in the process of getting it framed and putting it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, that's it. That's it. That is, yeah. that is the fucking dude. That's the Phil, stuff right that, there. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Damn it. I should go back. Oh, it's been years now though. Damn. You got to print it, man. I, damn it. I need, now I need, I need to find whoever, what now I forget. Dude, you're you on the internet. is just a very powerful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's, uh, what do you, what advice do you have for all the other no-code CEOs out there to get finding that first dollar? So I think get- that if you're ever in a position where you're looking for your first customer, right, you've, you've already failed in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, because you should have been the whole time communicating with people about your product, getting feedback from potential customers, looping them in. You should have people banging down your door by the time you're ready to even sell something and send it to Stripe Invoice. That's my philosophy on your first sale. So engage with the community, be an advocate. People sometimes forget that, you know, like let's say you're in legal tech, okay? You're building like a legal technical solution, right? In no code or, you know, whatever it is you don't understand the power you have with the attorneys that are on the younger attorneys that are on the ground that want to change things in their, in their law firm. You could potentially be the first person they have ever talked to that understands their problem, that empathizes with them, that wants to listen to their concerns, that will turn their feedback into something actionable. And they can actually like bring their law firm into the 21st century realistically. Like that is powerful. And so if you're not finding those people to have those therapy sessions with early on, even pre-product or early product, you've already kind of lost in my, in my mind. Yeah, I get that. So how do you find the right community if that's the first step? Because I'm learning, right? Like, um, and you're so enjoyable. I'm going to have to bring you back on here because we're already going over the 20 minutes that I'd like to keep some of these. I love it. Part two. I'm <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> so, dude, 
for me, it's about finding the right community. And I haven't even, dude, I love, I have a love hate relationship with the current Twitter, no code community where it's like, it's the same people talking about the same shit, right? Like where it's, it, it almost feels like it's a exclusive good old boys club where you're like any new entrants feel intimidated. And I felt like a lot of the people who have, you know, used V1 and they're like, they know nothing, right? They're like, they don't, they just go app build easy. Cool. Like cool. But, but like dude, a lot that's of other not the people. audience, the audience. Yeah, for yeah, V1, yeah. I can tell you the audience for V1 is not no coders. Like, and yeah, by the way, right. anyone yeah. that tells me they're a no coder, unless they tell me they're a no code operator, then I'm interested. Right. Because they're typically mm. very underserved market. And that's why we started no code ops. Um, but if you're telling me you're a no coder, you know, like I'm an on yeah. deck for no code right now. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. love it. None of those people are my customers. <laughs> like, <laughs> not one of them. Yeah. And that's sure. fine. Yeah, right. But you know what? It's yeah. cool. The community does serve its role in the stuff that I do because guess what? Now, look, I'm a big fan also in, in, in marketing yourself and that the more people that know what you do, the more power yeah. it is to you. So now, a hundred and something people in, uh, you know, this fellowship know that when it comes to operations and no code, Phil's the guy to go to, right? That's yeah. powerful. And that's why talking to the community is good because it's, we are so in our infantile stages that you want to get to know these people because they will be your advocates. So, you know, when I, when I think about the no code kind of Twitter space, if you are looking at it as a potential source of buying your product, you're screwed. But if you yeah, look sure. at it as a potential set of advocates and almost like influencer marketing, you're, you're nailing it, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I see you there. So like, right. Okay. Phil, we'll have to do a part two. Okay. Great. Because uh, me and you, we're, this is a great cast. We'll call it you and yeah, I. We, we are an excellent cast. Uh, <laughs> the residuals on this are gonna, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to collecting them. You want to do? You want to know? It's funny. I used to work for the studios doing like back end participations and like counting that shit, counting the residuals. Like oh, yeah. I would cut those checks, bro. So, I like, still get I still get dollar and seventy two cent checks from Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. I that's them. that's I wonderful. Them. <laughs> that is wonderful dude so would i you know yeah. i mean? I'd love i'd love carrying that check to wells fargo um yeah. okay so last last tip i just we got to end on a tip give us yeah. give the no well let's not even call them no coders right like but like let's give the people listening to the not boring business podcast a tip for maybe starting a no code or getting your feet wet or finding your community whatever you sum part one of this up with hmm. You know, one thing I like to talk with folks a lot about is how to not feel gross about doing sales because every CEO has to mm. do sales. And I think sometimes we feel gross or weird about sales because it's easy to sell other people's stuff. It's hard to sell our own stuff. Um, sure. And sometimes what, for me, at least, I didn't realize for a really long time, and I still struggle with day-to-day, man. It's not like a, I've arrived, right? Like I still struggle with imposter syndrome. I still struggle with all that stuff. But you know, it took me a long time to realize that I don't, and I put this on Twitter the other day too, and I really believe in it. If I'm comparing myself to the other really, really smart people in my industry, like, you know, like I'm not the best no-coder, right? And I'm not the best operations professional, like, you know, but when you combine the two, I'm top 1% in the world, hands down. 
And yeah. so finding that Venn diagram for me and believing in that, like, there will be people in the world that find value from what I do. And it's my job to find them makes sales a lot easier of a pill to swallow, if that makes sense. That really does. Dude, I think a lot of people are going to walk away with this going, damn, Phil. Right, like I'm screwing people over by not sharing some of the knowledge that I have in this space with them. I, I, I believe that. You know what I mean? Like I have, now I have built like that, why I like no code CEO and why that's my thing is, dude, I've built three, six figure, no code companies with no technical found, no founder, no co-founder at all yeah. from nothing. Right. Like in the last five years thinking not, dude, I haven't shared one bit of any piece that I've done any of it with. And I did it all with no Dude, OG tools like WordPress. I had 84 plugins on my very first six-figure notebook company. <laughs> Man, like it was just... Isaac go back and forth all on Twitter, go back and forth on WordPress all the time. He loves it. <laughs> I think it's like so old school. Like I refuse. Yeah, dude. But like, like Isaac, I, I had OG Isaac on the pod. Dude, it's like Isaac went going like, dude, if you, if you don't know WordPress, yeah. you, you ain't a no-coder to me. You know what I mean? Like, we just kept going back and forth and digging. Oh, and he, man, he did tell so me how funny. much he talked shit about him. it. I love him. He's um, great, right? Yeah, he's just the man. Um, but dude, listen, I'm so like stoked and pumped to do part two. So keep me posted, man. Don't make dreams. Okay. I love it. Thanks for coming on, Phil. Oh, Cheers. wait. Where, where can people find you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Philip Lakin on, uh, on Twitter. So Philip with one L, Lakin, L-A-K-I-N on Twitter. And then our website is nocodeops.com. On there, you can learn more about our community, read past newsletters, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, newsletter is completely free. Our YouTube videos are completely free. We put them in the newsletters every time we drop them. And uh, yeah, if you ever have any questions uh, about no code at all, um, uh, you can just reach, you can just reach me through Twitter DMs. My DMs are open. Sounds good, dude. I just followed you. So like a uh, good follow, ladies and gentlemen. Woo -woo. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Thanks, man.